1: Welcome back to OKSis. My name is Matt. Jesus Christ, I said let's go, like literally two like <laughs> point zero 0.02 seconds ago. And now you're in my ear. Hi everyone. Hi, sisters. I am Scout, the older sister of Madela, and today we have a third co-host, an honorary third co-host. You know her. You love her. Do you think?
0: The hot inter Gigi.
1: Hi, sisters. Oh
0: my god, hot inter Gigi!
2: Gigi, introduce yourself. I am hot intern Gigi in self-proclaimed in the HR world of OK sis. Oh god. <laughs> I'm just Gigi. Um I'm the intern for OK sis. I've been working with you guys for a year as of two days ago. Oh my god. And now not anymore. I know. <laughs> so
0: this is like our our her farewell
1: episode. Yeah.
0: Well, first, farewell in, first and, and final. First and final <laughs> <laughs> farewell episode. But which uh, is such a bummer because we I were know. talking
1: about a month and a half ago making Hot Intern Gigi a cornerstone of OKSYS podcast. I know, it like, like a little... Like third voice. Like a third, like a voice. third
0: voice that oh, pops in. Yeah. Thank, yeah, thank you. Yeah, but so much.
1: then Gigi got a very fucking good job, and we are so proud of her. So she yes. is moving on in the world. To so bigger and better things. To bigger and better things I that OKSYS will promote <laughs> her in her journey upward. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> Up- this, yeah. is, this is
2: such like a funny, like, I feel like I'm dreaming, but I know I'm not because I was a fan before working with you guys. I know. And I literally never imagined like being in this chair with a dog and you guys like next to me. So and it's not even circle. my dog. It's not even Luna. I know, I know. She kind of a be, bummer. Well, for she wouldn't be by you.
1: She wouldn't even be by me, probably. I mean, eh, she knows. would just
0: be jumping everywhere. Jumping She'd
1: everywhere. Be like a <laughs> she likes jumping on the recorder. Oh, you, know, you meant in the fireplace. Oh yeah. no, no 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 no. Okay, wait, Gigi, how did you find no cases?
2: So I was working with my dad like probably twenty twenty twenty. No, twenty nineteen. And it just, like, wasn't, wasn't my shtick. It was, like, my dad's work, and I was really lucky to get that as my first, like, corporate job. And his boss was really grateful to have me come in just to kind of, like, have my, you know, stuff on my resume, whatever. And wasn't for me, so I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do from, like, 9 to 5? And then I just, like, came across – oh, I think I found you through Lauren Elizabeth, actually. Mm. And then I found you on Spotify, and then I listened. And mm-hmm. – the rest is history. The, the rest, rest is, is history. Yeah. And
1: just
0: a big disclaimer: um, we are feminists um, and we call you Hot Girl Gigi because, like, that's hot just Hot like, Intern Gigi. Sorry, hot, hot Intern Gigi which is a play, t- <laughs> Gigi. No, a play. It's a play on Hot Girl intern. Summer. It's, it's a play on Hot Girl Summer. Hot, summer, girl summer. Like hot yeah. Intern Gigi. And the thing is, like, it's just like a fact. Like you're a hot oh, person. Wow,
1: thank you. Right, so thank it's like you. we're
0: not trying to uh,
1: Subjective Subjectify subje- you. you. Oh, you are thank
0: literally you. just a hot girl. Wow, so, and you, you hear that,
1: people? And you're also
0: an intern. And then the intern <laughs> well, part oh, of well. it.
1: Well, the intern <laughs> yeah. word of your title is the smarts of you. So oh, it's the brain part oh of you. Thank
2: God. you. The I just want
1: to make sure that we're also acknowledging and the fact that... I mean, that I took no offense, obviously. Exactly. You said
2: it, and I was like, thank you. We said <laughs> it, and
0: then we were like, okay, are you okay with this? And you were like, I... And then you started calling yourself it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you're we, fine. Well, I, I had fine. to. Why,
1: why wouldn't I? It's I too bad that yeah. we're not like a morning show or... You know what I mean? Where we have the hot intern Gigi segment coming up, you know, coming d- d- up.
2: What would I do? Just stand there, be hot? <laughs> no,
1: no, Gigi, you would surprise us with your incredible insights on life and your work ethic and the oh, way you show you. up and the genuine and personality that hot you are,
0: while being, being hot. hot, hot intern <laughs> Gigi. Okay, now that okay. we run this into the ground, guys, am no I hot or what? I don't <laughs>
1: All let's do current fixations scout okay here i go okay so in Tulum, which we're gonna recap in a second i decided to read eve babbitt's book which i've never read eve babbitt's before i am reading sex sex and rage and it was a recommend recommendation wow recommendation from orion who is a past guest that was her current fixation <gasps> oh, her. actually when she was on our podcast and I remember when she said it, I was like, I have to write that down because I never heard of Eve Babbitts, which is very interesting because I feel as if the circle that I used to run in when I was younger and a lit major in college, I feel as if I would have known who Eve Babbitts was. But uh, I have her book *L.A. Woman*. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the next one. I don't know. I want to go through all of her all of her books because, you know, we're Mads and I love Joan Didion a lot, and it feels like Eve Babbitts is kind of the quirkier version of Joan D- Joan Didion w- the same way she's like Joan Didion in the sense that she captures Los Angeles during that exact time period which is like really the late 60s through the 70s and the 80s kind of even mm-hmm. but um, so they have a similar point of view as part of like the demographic and the decade go but Eve Babbitt is definitely a little kookier she's her 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 characters are a little bit more cart not cartoon ish but Little, they're over the top. They're oh, like so exagger- fiction Yeah, it's fiction. So, or fiction. Um, she's yeah, she's don't amazing. Read. <laughs> don't read. Don't read. Don't know.
0: Don't don't <laughs> don't, read, don't, don't know, know. the uh, don't know the genres. Don't, don't know, know the genres.
1: Uh, so Eve Babbitts is amazing. I I want to read all of her books. It It was really great because I think I've been on a really big nonfiction kick for like two years, and the last couple books I have read are fiction. So returning back is great, and I've really realized that I've. Mostly read male authors when it comes to fiction. So the fact that I'm tapping more into female authors makes me very happy. So Eve Babbitt's uh, Sex and Rage is the one I'm reading right now. Highly, highly recommend.
0: Amazing. Scoutala. What a good uh, recommendation. Thanks, Matt. I think (laughs) I'm going to finally read L.A. Woman. Okay. Awesome. Well, so I was going to give you a book recommendation, but since you already did books, I was going to give the sisterhood a very pornographic recommendation oh. as per my also
1: real quick can we s- can i pause because do you know how many people talk to me and they say "Ugh, well you know maddie's book recommendations and oh my god maddie reads And i was like i read two people and i have really good recommendations but nobody <laughs> trusts because i don't go on the record like you do but i just want everyone to know that i also read yeah. So i don't think anyone hot d- girls read i i don't think anyone has doubted that you Read. Oh. Like, y- we all know you read. I know. I just feel like you're, you've are you become the resident bibliophile. And, again, my brand pillars are, you know, I feel like that should be included as well. Okay. You
0: just have a very different style, and that's totally fine. You're, like, you know, poetic, depressing <laughs> books. And I like to read porn. Porn. And, and yeah. you know what? Sex sells. Yeah. So that is why people think of me when they think of book recommendations because they think of porn porn and they think of pleasure okay they think of having pleasure best
2: of both worlds honestly exactly so
0: I was going to give everyone a recommendation I'll just say it really quickly Mm -hmm. it happened one summer by Tessa Bailey
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. literal porn Mm -hmm. it was porn Mm -hmm.
1: Like it was porn literally the only porn I've read in a book lately was um, now that what I really well yeah I guess that was the last one but um God damn it, by uh Ocean Vong, what's it called? Ooh, he has pornographic stuff in his book? Yeah, but it's B- On <laughs> On Earth We Are Briefly Gorgeous. On Earth We Are Briefly Gorgeous. <gasps> That's but a it it's a beautiful title. It's a beautiful book. But it's between two men who are teenagers, so it's a little bit oh. of a different vibe.
0: Um there is a book between two men that are that is one of my favorite books called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Mm-hmm and it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's also porn.
2: Mm. I cannot and contribute in this conversation cuz I don't remember the last time I read a book.
1: Gigi, <laughs> how have you worked for us do for a year and nothing <laughs> happened to you? I'm going to give you some no, books it's not to ease you in. Th-
2: not yeah, I was about to say and not that I'm not inspired by what you both have mentioned before, but I just am not a reader. My mom is. My mom can finish a book like both of you probably Would can you in Audible? like a day. Me too. No.
0: So I like
2: the I'm physical gonna- copy like how you guys do read, but you
0: need to read beach read is that isn't that like a great gateway to jumpstart your i think i reading.
2: gave that to my mom may beach you read Reed? it
1: beach read no uh, oh beach read reads like a movie
2: it's mm. uh, it
1: is like when i'm reading it i feel as if i'm watching a movie
2: that's how my mom is well i feel like that's anyone who reads a book but no,
1: no no but the way this book goes i felt as if the way it progressed, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, this was made for being really a modern movie.
2: Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I, and I think it probably will be a
1: movie. Right. I, I know. Well, oh, so I was going to say, Red White, Ro- Red, White,
0: and Royal Blue, I can never say it without slurring it, is becoming a movie. And, oh, really? Um someone DM'd me and sent it to me, and I was like, this is the best news
1: when? of my life. Like 2025? <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. a couple years. Oh, so. also, real quick, before you go to your current fixation, mm. 2022, the third Jurassic World is coming out. Look that. Oh, wow. How d- who do we have With to Chris Pratt? With Chris Pratt and the three original cast members are all in it. Jeff Goldblum? Jeff yes, Goldblum. Well, and he was, Lord the, he was ah! the second one, but in a very brief- Scene, and this time Laura Dern's coming. Alan Grant, oh, wow. his character name we don't know his real name, and Jeff Goldblum is coming back with don't Chris of and all of them. Um, of I'm so excited! L- are we going to go uh, watch it at midnight?
0: Yes, premiere okay. showing.
1: Premiere showing. All right, let's okay. Go. What's your current fixation? All right,
0: sorry. So I just wanted to just give you a little bit of my TV recap, a little summary of w- the content I've been consuming on the television. We got Only Murders in the Building, which mm-hmm. all three of us have been watching. Yep, spectacular. Yeah, I won't. Do Spoilers because Gigi hasn't finished it. Thank you. Um, number two, we loved Nine Perfect Strangers. Did you guys
1: watch? No, not yet. Phenomenal.
0: <laughs> there were mixed reviews. I heard, I I thought heard that phenomenal. the ending
1: I was a little disappointing. Eh, whatever, it was phenomenal. Yeah, I've heard like this or that. Melissa
0: McCarthy it. is just she's in it. She's a gem. Oh. Wait, is she comedian
1: or drama in that? Both, like, oh. but
0: the per, like, you she know what? If I could up. go to,
1: if I could spend a day with anyone, I actually think it might be Melissa McCarthy. She was just on wow. Conan's podcast. That's and a good one. She
0: just seems like such a chill hang. Like,
1: yeah, I feel like her mom and her would just you know have a field day.
0: Yeah, you mm. know that she like still shops at the dollar store and uh, Lowe's. She was like, I love to just go to Lowe's. And people yeah. like, like Celebrities. Pap- some of the necessities are there. No. Celebrities. And they're the, just yeah. like, the us. they go to Lowe's. She was saying that she she, w- she was coming out of the dollar store and the paparazzi got her or something. And then she saw it in a magazine. And they were like, Melissa McCarthy is budgeting. Oh no, is everything <laughs> getting wrong? She was like. I literally just went to the dollar store. Like, (laughs) I had to get some art supplies for my kids. Like, um, okay, anyways. So, that was amazing. And Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. I leaned
1: into Ted Mm -hmm. Lasso. What did you think about the first season? You didn't like it as much as I did. I I cried through all of the first season. So... I watched it a long time ago,
0: and I couldn't finish it. I don't know what happened. But How I long
1: ago? I thought it just came out. No, in
0: 2020, the oh. first oh, season. Okay. I watched it when it first came out. For some reason, out. it's just
1: having a moment right now. Yeah, I the it Emmys. is. They uh, won everything on the <clears throat> Emmys. No, so. but before the Emmys, it felt like everyone was watching Ted Lasso yeah, because, two months ago. Yeah,
0: because the se- season two just came out. Okay. I'm
1: telling you, I'm giving you the reason. Maddie has you're weird like, energy today. <laughs> oh! God. We've
2: been through a lot in the You're last like li- hour. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where it's coming from, and I'm
0: telling you where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you answers okay. to your mystery. I
1: need a glass of wine, sisters.
0: I know. Uh, well, what? I asked you if you wanted we to. drink. We got bottles. I, I asked you if you wanted to drink, and you were like, "It's 1:30. We're not drinking yet." <laughs> Almost I
1: think Maddie and I need to be apart for an hour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've had too much. Time We've had time way we too done. much time together. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. That that's my um, TV lineup right now. Oh, mm-hmm. also Dancing with the Stars. Am I am Yeah. Oh I my God! Did you Dancing hear about
2: um, Cody and?
0: So Cody. Cheryl? Well, I know Cody has uh, COVID too. So is he? Are they just Cheryl? Out?
2: Well, he was like, we're still trying to like figure out how I how can be I competing. Can yeah, because she got it first, announced it first, no, and then yeah, he got so it. Yeah. yeah. That's uh. the problem.
1: I think that's. I don't know. I didn't know about this story, but hearing about it, I feel like. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. That's one of the first times a competition show has run into someone competing who gets covid and then what do you do about the competition? Mm. So basically Probably, what know.
0: happened last week they so they couldn't show up to to do their dance. So they had recorded which I guess they record all of their rehearsals. Mm-hmm. And so that was what the judges judged. Oh, they like interesting. showed a video of the rehearsal. Got it. So it wasn't, you know, as but it's not going to have But like the I, guess, and yeah, I, know, I guess I guess no
2: one could have voted. Right, unless they, they showed could still the. Vote. You oh, You could okay. all
0: vote on the rehearsal, and oh, then the okay, so they aired the rehearsal. Yes. Got it, got yes. it. Yes, and so now though they they have to pause. They have, they have to, to pause because they don't. They didn't do rehearsal. Yeah. Well, also,
1: the problem is they have to pause, and other people might be testing positive in a week. I know.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be wild if they all. Oh, I don't. I don't, know. I really I don't think
1: that they should do live shows anymore right now because I think it's too risky. If you yeah. take them over time. You can take a month break if something happens. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Gigi's having some difficulties (laughs) with with Kodo, our
1: mom's dog. My
2: dog is exactly like that. I'm used to being pushed towards (laughs) the edge. Kodo's like, get the fuck out of my
1: way. Okay, Gigi, um, what's your current fixation? Yes. Uh, Oh, Kodo's. Are you okay? Kodo's. It's not Looney anymore, sisters. I just want that to go on the record. It's Kodo. Having a moment. Um, my current fixation is this new blush I got by
2: Makeup by Mario, a.k.a. Kim Kardashian's makeup artist. It looks like a glue stick. I didn't know
0: he had a line.
2: It, well, I don't know. He, I think he just came out with it, like, maybe in the last year or like a couple months ago, maybe like early 2021. It was, um, just an eyeshadow palette. And then he came out with a whole line Mm -hmm. and I used his blush and I wasn't ever a blush girl up until like two years ago probably and then I started experimenting and then I got this glue stick looking blush it literally like pops off it's like this thick and like this big and I just like swipe it and oh. I'm a rosy girl
0: is it um a uh it's a stick it's a stick uh, so it's so it's, what do they call it so it's not powder what's the other it's word? cream cream it's cream yes. yep cream. it's a cream okay. blush
1: Gigi, i have a question since i'm starting to become a blush girl when i put blush on see i like how yours goes up a yeah. little bit That's yeah like i put it up here Let, someone told me that when i smile i'm supposed to put it right here you're and i'm supposed I, to put it on your the
0: apple of your cheeks and then you go up
1: so if i i yeah. should go like this i should go here and then here well so i put it up here yes scout
0: here, <laughs>
2: exactly that you know what makeup's for all faces and people so you're gonna put it however you want your face
1: feels like it contours up naturally because i'm putting stuff above my face face. so round so when i put it here and here it doesn't it doesn't give that like winged effect
2: because you're putting it lower on your cheek so it's drooping your cheeks down i I put mine up here and then i blend it like up to my temple oh so so it lifts you think i should go here Uh, but then bronzer below it no do, do I have it below today? Uh, <laughs> no, we don't, Mad, know. we don't know. So don't know I we're so, actually asking. so I put the blush here, and okay, then it's I
0: a podcast. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I
2: forgot. Sorry, guys. <laughs>
0: so you put the, you put it above I put, on, like, I, like on your cheekbone, basically, like where you're supposed to on put it. On my cheekbone. Where there you, you go. you put highlighter. I don't put highlighter on. I know, but that's where you're supposed to put highlighter. Okay, so you put, Okay, so okay. if you think about
2: it, where you put highlighter, I put blush. Okay. And then I pounce it with my little- pounce it. Beauty blender, my sponge. Yes. I move it up to my temple, like okay. above like where the end of my eyebrow is. And then the remaining, I move down to my cheek, my apples of the cheek. I will bet you money- mm.
0: And then I, I will do the same with bronzer.
1: That and look ridiculous. No, you yeah. won't. We no, you just, won't. Yeah, no, you won't.
0: We're not. No. The, our faces
1: don't lend themselves well. To <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the 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 theme of today. The theme of today is that me and Maddie's genetics don't bring forth the same effect as other as other women that we are seeing. Scroll <laughs> off this, this video of me
0: in a in a dress, and I I look like Fiddler on the Roof. Like oh, I look the, like the
1: dress.
2: No, it's a different one. Oh,
0: wait. What was the dress?
2: On Geneva, the um, the nap dress. Oh, the
0: nap dress. Yeah. Um, worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's this dress, and I got it from Zara. My mom, because oh no, we, I had seen it on this one girl, and I was with my mom, and the, my mom mm-hmm. saw it at Zara and bought it for me. And she was like, "Look, it's the dress we saw. And yeah. The girl, the woman that was wearing it was so. It looked so beautiful. It was like just classy and just oh, I mean, like something like Diana Cohen would wear. Something so effortless." and i wear it and i i literally look like a babushka like i oh my look God. like those russian dolls that are in one of each
1: other, that are stacked no in each the other? best gigi is she puts on her circle glasses and then she holds a mug and she sits in a chair in my mom's house and she's like, take a picture from above. No, so it's like
2: why above? It's Never well, above. It's like,
1: like kind of I above don't know, it. And, it and r- she's holding this <laughs> mug, and we then she has these it. glasses in this babushka dress, and her hair is like combed back. And she legitimately look looks like, like, like she walked off the set of Fiddler on the Roof. Like I, lo- I okay, <laughs> you should just, just no, but just she thinks this is her next smashing <laughs> Instagram photo hit. And then I show her the photos, and her face. <laughs> <like> <laughs> I need Anyone to pull this up. I need to pull this up. I need it. to a girl, see. Any other cool girl that would have worn this outfit would have looked unbelievable. But Wait, this is, okay. this is okay. This is what happened to me today. I uh, was looking at how do you pronounce her name? N- Nitsan? Nitsan?
2: Nitsan? Nitsan? With, Nitsan? What, with Emma Lejeune. She's beautiful. And yeah, yeah. Sophie.
1: I was looking at her Instagram. Love her. And I'm by looking the way. at these photos, and I know for a motherfucking fact, if me and Maddie wore this poofy pastel dresses and tried to get a detail shot of oh, her legs, oh, from and Fashion butt, Week. I mean, it just wouldn't work. Like, it really, okay, truly so would not look start, like that. We need to start a series because I'm very
2: optimistic. I think you guys would
0: rock it. Yeah, you. Event. Thank you. So, <laughs>
1: Scout, we have this series where Scout sends
0: me, like, DMs me photos of, like the Kardashians or someone. And oh, Narda, yeah. And be like, can you imagine us together? Oh, photo? do you remember like, what I like, sent you of you the to- of Skims in that
2: like yes! roof? And I was like. If you, you But I was doing it, it, it as a joke. I was like, if you guys wore that and you were like, Gigi, are you fucking kidding me? If we posed like this and I was like, that's the point. Oh, my God. The we content.
1: <laughs> you, mean, you mean the humiliation. You mean the humiliation. Yeah, the Instagram versus humiliation. reality. Oh my God. No, no, it was Instagram was versus like, Maddie and Scout. Yeah, yeah that's
2: yeah. reality. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was that. And also um, when we were talking about vagina sweat, it was like that fabric that Skims put out recently. Yes. What? it a
0: mess a mess I, okay, I was in p-ball the other day and it cuts low i'm like everything's gonna fall everything out of that everything is gonna show i was in p-ball the other day and i was wearing a, a outfit from outdoor voices mm-hmm. their sweat do you have material the, do you have the dress that everyone has
2: because i kind of want you know, it i'm late to the I trend but I, now i want the dress
0: because i think it's a little too long for me i don't like long oh, dresses uh-huh I have to try it. I think yeah. I did. Which try dress like is to, this? It's the exercise the dress. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So I was wearing an outdoor voices outfit, the the like tech sweat material. Mm, so the yeah. one that you're like you can go to spin classes. Yeah. In, okay. You can like really schwitz in it. <laughs> and God. I was in p-volve and I'm working out like the rest of the ladies. And vagina sweat, just like yeah. full on, yeah, blatant vagina sweat. And I look around, I'm like, okay, let me. What color were you it. wearing? It was red, so oh, you could see it. But wow. Like, uh, someone was wearing a bright green outfit. I was like, why can't you see it in there? Like, maybe they're just not. Wh- I don't know what's wrong with my body. Maybe something. Well, that-
2: you're just a schmancy person
0: yes but it's just really annoying everyone else is like working hard sweating in their face but the vagina well it
2: means fine. it works it's working you're sweating all everything out but it's just <laughs> it's from in your vagina. It's an
0: unfortunate <laughs> area that shows up and manifests itself
1: literally i was in a team meeting yesterday with heather who's our client director at scouts agency and she made me sit outside to oh, do no. a oh. team meeting and oh, no. i said oh, no. it's very very hot out here she's like it's fine i was like no it's very hot but I said okay whatever so we're out there and boob sweat just down my stomach just mm-hmm. like rolling down my stomach and I'm looking at her and she's in I was like okay listen well if we're gonna sit out here I have to change into not pants and a shirt which is yeah. what I'm wearing so I change into this slip dress I'm literally schwitzing down my body and she's totally fine in a full long sleeve, long pant jumpsuit. No. And I mm-hmm. said, Listen, we got to go inside. I'm really sorry. She gets up and she goes, Oh, but I think I have vagina sweat, which I might have to cut this out because I don't know if she wants me to say this. But uh, <laughs> then she says, Call Maddie, call Maddie. And I'm like, This is
0: what Maddie <laughs> Your is. God, this is what we're noticing. If for I could
2: describe Maddie, then. she would be the girl who is characterized as fiddler on the roof and vagina sweat. <laughs> and vagina How would you great. describe Meme? Uh, emotional entrepreneur.
1: Thank God my branding. Wow!
0: Good branding. <laughs> good branding. Good association. Yeah, now well, you can buy now, Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. buy now on Amazon.
1: Amazon.com. Yeah, sisters, have you bought my book yet? I wonder. I think you have, but if you haven't, now's a good time. Now's a
0: good time. <laughs> Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com, that's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com, and use code OKSISTER for 15% off.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble.
0: Okay, now for the meat of the episode, Gigi is going to interview
1: us about Tulum,
0: which I don't really know how this is going to go since she wasn't there. We really just
1: want to recap Tulum, and Gigi was an outside viewer of the situation, so I feel like she might have some good questions, and through Gigi's lens, we can recap our experience in Tulum. You know, I do want to hear
2: how you got there, because I've heard... Like, you need to take three flights, a boat, this whole situation. Okay, well, so I need there's no boat. There's no boat. Okay. <laughs> well,
1: I need to know how you got there because so I've heard many excursions. From Los Angeles, it's a one way flight. So that's pretty easy for Mads from San Diego. There is a layover. So just one layover. So two flights. And then you fly into Cancun from Cancun. You take, it's supposed to be an hour and a half, but it ends up being like three hours. You take a three hour cab ride, depending on where you're at on the Tulum strip on the Tulum, kind of like there's, it's just this one long road, uh, parallel to the beach. So we stayed at Nomade, which is at the very end. Mm -hmm. So, I feel as if it could have taken us two hours if it was at the front of the thing because there was traffic. So it was like six o'clock, seven o'clock or something. But it took us basically a total of 10 to 12 hours from start to finish. Oh, my to God. Get. God. Yeah. yeah. It oh was my a God. long travel day It's for a long sure. travel day.
0: But once you're there, honestly, I feel like we've seen it all on Instagram. You, yeah. You know, it's a very heavily documented place or city and I honestly wasn't sure whether it was going to live up to the hype and it It did did. it was oh like I've never been immersed in such an environment where there is jungle and then literally just ocean right when you step out of the jungle
2: was it too touristy Because everyone and their mothers now are going to Tulum or where you were specifically,
1: it was like more relaxed. Well, the thing about Tulum is that it is the entire experience of Tulum is hotels and restaurants. Yeah. So by nature, it's a hospitality industry type city. So there is nothing about Tulum that feels as if you're going through just like a local town or a local city Mm -hmm. and you're you're eating dinner with locals, etc. Because it is. It is purposely manufactured for people to travel to. So, in that sense, it didn't feel touristy, but it definitely felt as if we all traveled to be there and experience that. To Loom, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know maddie's boyfriend equated it to kind of vegas where it's a place people go Mm -hmm. not vegas in the vibes i mean there was like some place that there's like one place that's kind of that vibe but equating it to that where people go there there's one strip everything's there but people don't necessarily live people live in tulum in the inland town of tulum but not on that one not on that one Mm -hmm. parallel street
0: and i think where we were at this hotel nomade and just you know like This was the most incredible vacation because Scout and I did it exactly the way we wanted. When we go on, you know, trips with our family, it's a little different. I guess it's relaxing when you go to places like this where it's, like, more beach vibes. But, you know, sometimes when you're with family, there's still things on the itinerary and, like, activities. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not activity people, okay? We don't want to, like, go tubing and go rock climbing and all the, you know, the things. And our family is very adventurous in that way, which is... Strange. Well no, um, our mom's
1: side is adventurous. Dad doesn't want to do anything right, when right, he goes right. on vacation. Our, yeah, our yeah, that's mo- like me. Our mom, our step-siblings. Step step siblings. They love like doing activity. Actually, our know. step-siblings on both ends, but right. but dad doesn't no. want to do could, anything. Could not, could not be me. Right. So we
0: did it exactly how we wanted. Which was <laughs> literally nothing. nothing. We sat all day. This is this is the agenda. Well, I feel day. like in
2: Tulum you have to. If you're on yeah. a beach, like why would why you, you want to get away from the beach? It was I would be. I, w- I want to be crisp, lounging yes. in the water. That's exactly but what. But even did. that's every not day. even
1: that's not even me and Mads' vibes either. So it, we we I well, felt because, yeah, Mads, yeah, Mads and I don't go into the ocean. We don't go into pools, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. This sounds weird, but it's just who we are. I never lay out. I'm I not don't like tan. A
2: swimmer, like I we're won't. Sh- I we're not. i do not the the amount i'll touch the ocean is just my feet i know people that will like go into the ocean and swim and i'm like no i want to be lounging and then once in a while put my toes in the water and that's it right yeah
1: so
0: okay so we have we have a couple things we are not ocean people yes we are from southern california but like pacific ocean is fucking freezing freezing and we're also not i like the east
2: coast like when i go back to new york
0: it's a playground for me. And that's that's the ocean that we were in. So yeah. it's like, it was so warm. warm. So I was a fish. I was swimming. Mm-hmm. I was like a mermaid. And so we were actually swimming in the ocean, which was wild for us. And we also made a pact with ourselves best. where we were like, we're not going to give a shit about the hair situation. We're not going to give a shit about the makeup situation, like body situation. Like we are literally going to go and just fully Mind, body, and spirit relax and hit like a hard reset on our body. Mm -hmm. And so that's exactly what we did. And uh, something that was really, really nice about this Hotel Nomade was they did have a little mini pool that
1: was over, it was basically on the ocean. So you're Mm. literally overlooking the ocean on the beach. On the beach. And it's an infinity pool. And so you can sit there and watch the ocean while being in the pool.
0: And that's more our vibe because then we don't have to be by the sand and stuff. But.
1: Yes, it was, I mean... It was a big deal for me because I know that this might sound surprising to some, but... And Maddie always says that I I do this, but I don't think I do. Showing off my body to that extent makes me very uncomfortable. So being in a small bikini, not wearing t-shirts the whole time, I literally just wore a bathing suit and a sarong for most of the day. Um, Laying there with nothing on, I actually had to force myself because I felt uncomfortable many, many, many times to stay in my bikini, to stay uncovered, to not care if the shrimp tacos and the beer bloated me or whatever it is. And that was actually it, it I actually had some challenging moments laying there, basically naked, being wanting really? to just go into the room and put a sweatshirt on and hide because I'm actually not that great at being that naked that often. I, it's not a comfortable place for me. That's why I'm not a bikini girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I think when you look at my Instagram, I took so many pictures of myself in my bikini in the mirror because it was a way, honestly, truly, it was a way for me to push past that uncomfortable feeling because I liked the way I looked in the mirror and I liked the way I look in photos. I like all of that. Yeah. But the physical feeling of being that naked in my body for that many hours is very uncomfortable for me so I always think that's interesting and I was very cognizant of the fact that I was posting all of those mirror photos of me in my bikini while feeling that way and it wasn't to show a different reality it was to push me to keep being in my bikini longer if that makes sense I think
0: that's I think a lot of people relate to that in terms of vacation like tropical vacations Mm -hmm. and beach vacations as we mentioned like it sounds bougie that we're like we don't like the beach but it's honestly it is at least for me it's a huge body thing and mm-hmm. it's like i need to ha- be, have a spray tan have yeah. worked out every day before the before the week have dieted all these mm-hmm. things and it's really it's really sad because i should be able to just confidently be in my body at a beach without l- having to look like every other girl on instagram mm-hmm. and so that that's why i've always uh, been hesitant with tropical vacations and never really like gravitate towards beach type yeah. of vacations because I always get that anxiety of oh b- shit I have to be in a bikini mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people get this that's why we don't like summer we're not summer people because we don't like to be in bikinis like it's just it's this culture that I think a lot of people are are just expected to look incredible in bikinis yes. all year, or not even, show up but not I even just,
1: just look incredible. Feel for me. Incredible. Feel yeah. incredible. Like yeah. the yeah. feeling. Like looking incredible. There's so many different variations of what what that could be like to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. But it's really the feeling for me. So it's it's if for me. It was a challenge. It was a definite challenge in my body, and I, you know, I wore basically a tight dress every single night because. That was incredible the incredible. Looks
2: all around. Thank you. The you. Thank, Thank you. The were we fire were fire on
1: Instagram. We
0: were doing the linens. The linens. I didn't do linens. The neutral. The linens. Well, you look great in your bikinis too. Yeah, I did bikinis
1: and I did uh tent dresses phenomenal
2: the, n- the neutral vibes uh, i was the- dying
1: to be in like a maxi like oversized sweatshirt or something at the end <laughs> i was like please cover my body i mean
2: it, it does exhaust you after like wearing a cute outfit all day then when you get home you're just like i just want to wear a giant t-shirt well, and sweatpants honestly
1: yeah. maury was it, the exhausting part was that it was so fucking hot you could right. not i, yeah. I, like, I want you to could know not wear anything how
2: but. your hair survived because when i lived in new york the humidity with my hair a mess. It was. It's up all the time. So I cannot imagine going back into humidity with my hair. So, so I did, how
0: I got a Brazilian blowout the day before. Well, yeah, I saw that, but still, <laughs> like so, like and so that actually, I, I wasn't going to do it because I was like, Maddie, you have to embrace the the frizziness, the whatever, yeah. like embrace it. But then I was like, you know what, like I want to, I want to make myself as comfortable as possible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, I'll just do. I'll get the Brazilian blowout just so that I feel more confident. Being able to go in the ocean and yeah. get my hair wet. I <gasps> Did your hair not get curly gonna...
1: after Brazilian? I've never had So after two Maddie's hair at this point is because not I've gotten, really curly. I've anymore. gotten so many that's, Brazilian blowouts yeah.
0: and um, uh, relaxer, curl relaxer, mm. that it just needs it's, extra work to style it. it. It's just frizz. Yeah. It's just a puff.
2: Yeah. A puff of frizz. You would be surprised. I, I have to show you my baby photos of me growing up. I basically had Scout's hair curly ringlets Um. and then i had it grow out and then i was coloring it and stuff so now my natural curls are gone so my hair is like wavy to when i like shower or get it wet the
0: underneath will get curly and yeah. then the top i is know the roots f- under right here will get like yeah. mm-hmm. but then the top is just like stringy and yeah. puffy and yeah. yeah yeah so i yeah
1: so for I did me my a, hair thrives yeah your hair so really great wow. anyone that's listening who has curly hair uh diva curls is the only way to do it mm. it's if you want to wear your hair curly and you have true curls, sisters and i'm sorry i'm going to be an asshole about this i'm not talking about wavy hair i'm talking about people whose roots are so thick and concentrated because of the curl that it makes it very difficult to style properly. You need Diva Curl. It is, you can get it at CVS, you can get it on Amazon, whatever it is. It is the absolute best for curls. And it held up in the humidity phenomenally. I wore my hair down curly every night, and it looked great.
0: Yeah, it looked amazing. See, my hair is just a different breed than Scouts. It always has been.
1: uh, Yours yours has been
0: more ringlets your whole life. Yeah.
1: Yours has been, like, a very beautiful ringlet. And then I fucked it all up. Then you fucked it all up. Then, yeah. I I I literally fucked it up. And my
0: mom would, yeah, she's like... You will regret this. And like honestly, I don't know if I would have been as confident with the hair. I maybe today if I had learned how to style it. Exactly. I, I would have been confident, but through high school, no, like I no. was not confident I, enough to yeah. wear the curls. Like I've I needed to have wanted straight hair. Straight hair and I wanted to
2: be blonde when I was little oh Like I was little you I was little "You're oh such God, a beautiful a
1: beautiful bit you a little bit a little bit a little One
2: time, I was um, like almost a blonde, and my my was up to my collar. No, not my collar. bit oh, like right to up a little bu- It was, a little bit of a little I I don't know why when who was she I do not know her I don't know why I did that because I love my hair now and having it be that bright before it she was going through it
1: yeah you know what it's so crazy how much hair for women has is such a sensitive topic and uh, like thing of insecurity on so many levels if you don't have anything but straight hair Mm -hmm. and then also people with straight hair want want curly hair hair. they don't i'm I'm gonna gonna say something hot take they don't actually want curly hair I think they want waves, so or they want like they want up volume. They want they uh, want yeah. ten percent yeah. volume, because yeah. <laughs> you know it's just not. I just don't think they actually want like when I have my hair curly, we go out like we're mm-hmm. big, we're huge. It goes out like it's like a fucking <laughs> a lion's mane, dude. Like <laughs> it's a lion's mane. We add mane. a couple inches to it. We head. add it. <laughs> like people think I have a big head. No, I have a big head. People think it's hair, but it's actually a big head. But anyways, <laughs> my. Hair was thriving in Tulum because of okay, Diva good. Curl, so mm-hmm. that is shout out Diva Curl if you want to sponsor us. It's what the best. Them? I actually they had a salon in New York when I was in uh, school in college over there, and I went and they did my hair, and I walked out and I couldn't believe what my hair looks like curly. It's the best I've ever felt my hair curly. So their products are just incredible. Their shampoo is not uh, soapy, so it doesn't foam up, and you know what I mean when mm-hmm. shampoo does. It's a cream. Oh.
2: So it's a cream
1: conditioner because when you have curly hair like mine, it, the moisture needs to be so intense which mm-hmm. is why it didn't freeze in the humidity because every single step from the shampoo to the conditioner to the gel is just moisture intense intense intense. So when you do the shampoo, it's not stripping it's adding in moisture. but anyways wow, moving on love that We
0: digress. We We digress Um, from Tulum. The hair survived. The hair survived. Yeah. So the the agenda was minimal. There really was no agenda. Um,
1: Just dinner reservations. Just dinner
0: reservations every night. We went out into the town area and we had some beautiful dinners. Um, if you want to know all the places we went, you should go download Camper because I was about to say what was Camper. Camper, <laughs> uh, it's on my Camper profile. But I think some places that stood out to us specifically is we went to Arca, which is Scout's favorite restaurant that she went to on her honeymoon. So we went there for your actual birthday. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. And then we went to their new sister restaurant called Atila, which was a natural wine Ooh. bar. I mean. I don't go anywhere without finding, like, the natural wine right. bars. And so that was really fun to go see that. And what was, like, the best thing you ate? Like, Ooh.
2: food. Like, did you step out of your comfort zone so and try something new? No, we ba- eat everything. Well, I everything think think
1: is basically seafood. And the best tacos. was the crab tacos at ARCA. I think yeah. that was the best oh. dish we had. It was – think whatever you're thinking of, crab tacos, it was – it was nothing friend. like that yeah. it was it was I, we yeah. were eating it it was like and we fried were, the, i oof, don't even know no, it was i don't even think it was fried it, it was like I don't know what it was. was out of i don't even know it was out of control it was don't out know. of fucking don't control know what it was um, it what was it we don't understand it was <laughs> incredible but i think the best experience meal that we had for me was Posada margarita right Ooh. so i forgot about Posada margarita
0: that honestly better than nova malibu like mm. the view you are on the water you're on the water on like
1: and it's not posada margarita like look tulum's obvious so i went three years ago to tulum from three and a half years almost four years now for my honeymoon Mm -hmm. it was definitely very different than what you see now um since so many people came people came in and developed restaurants and uh, restaurants that felt as if they were formulaic so they captured the tulum vibe they have the same this the same that they like added it all together similar like Sorry, when a matcha place opens, it's all pink and green and they have a neon sign. Very similar to that. They have a formula that works in Tulum and they've recreated these restaurants that don't necessarily feel so authentic. Like when we first drove in, um, Adam and I were looking around like, whoa, this feels very, um, calculated mm-hmm. where when they've we- seen
0: the formula work, it's interesting because the design is so unique. Like you, you when okay. you, when you, I know figured Tulum, out what it was, when you think to loom, you like know exactly the type of yeah. aesthetic, you know, yeah. the type of vibe and, and it's really beautiful. And it's, I mean, everyone tries to recreate it, but yeah, we saw certain restaurants that were popping up, newer restaurants that were just kind of like plug and play mm-hmm. with the decor plug and play, yeah, just because they so, knew that people would, you know, go to it. Yeah.
1: Posada Margarita is completely untouched from all that. It is you can't really see it from the street. You have to walk through this little beautiful. where There's all these trinkets. It's it's just I hate the word authentic, but it is. It just feels like it's yeah. been in Tulum for 50 years, mm-hmm. and it's just adapted to a new kind of clientele. But it was the most charming. It kind of felt almost like Greece. Almost like yes. it was. Ooh. It was just mm-hmm. the most stunning. It was more night. like seaside decor type thing but yeah vintage. but nothing fancy yeah. you know it really yeah. was the most it was very quaint and beautiful yeah there.
0: and then um we went to a spa the yawn wellness spa which was i think we all had out-of-body experiences <laughs> like it was f- just unreal <sighs> unreal unreal if you ever have the luxury of going to this spa and going to Tulum, highly recommend treating yourself. Yeah. It was—it's
1: the spa that's connected, by the way, to B Tulum. If you have trouble finding it, yeah. And the the
0: architecture of the spa itself was just a vision. Like you could—we could just sit there and just look at the. Uh, at the like building itself it was so gorgeous it is what
1: my future house will look like yeah and we there it's was literally like, me and Adam's style to the to fucking tea. tea yeah oh.
0: it was like plunge pools and then heat pools and then ice oh cold God. showers and then this, we, and went this from, we went from we went from a sauna
1: we go you so they walk you through they call it the wellness water so for the first hour you do the wellness water so yeah. You go into the sauna. Then you do a 15-second cold plunge shower. Mm-hmm. Then you go into the steam room. Then you go into a cold pool. Then you go into a hot pool. Yeah. Whoa. So you kind of shock the body a little yeah. bit. but And then you do your treatment, your yeah. massage.
0: Mm-hmm. Honestly, all in all, I think the best thing I took away from Tulum was we made a pact to ourselves that we wouldn't be on our phones as much. Mm-hmm. And I really stuck to that. Like, I pre-planned everything for camber i gave it to my co-founder to post and Mm -hmm. i really like prepped everything so i felt so comfortable just not even being on my phone i didn't open social media once Mm -hmm. which was wild and i obviously don't think that's sustainable but but that is
1: incorrect you did open social media because you posted for my birthday
0: I posted and you posted your
1: grid photo once. I posted, yeah, so on, you like, opened it up no, a couple yeah. times. Okay,
0: calm the fuck down. I well, just, I'm just saying it's an incorrect okay. statement. Okay, but I didn't like. I wasn't storing the whole time. I did. I only posted one story, which yeah. was just for your birthday. So okay. All that to say, it just, it's just—it's not a sustainable way to live, of course. But it was so refreshing, and I didn't have FOMO at all. And I think that was what I was, what I was scared. I was scared mm-hmm. of that. Like I was like, oh my god, I'm s- I'm like missing out mm-hmm. on stuff that's happening on social yeah. media and I literally had no no awareness yeah. um and that felt really good I and I honestly didn't think I needed it as much as I did when mm-hmm. I got there I just it felt so incredible to just not be tethered to it and just, yeah uh, again like this hard reset and honestly, sorry I was on a digital detox <laughs> uh, sorry I was on a digital
1: detox okay so merch shout out um
0: but yeah I think I think what I took away is like I really need to be doing this not this like obviously this lavish of a vacation every year i and i i don't say that i'm not saying this for like everyone to like go to tulum and do this yeah but i think there is something to be said of even just sundays like Mm -hmm. just not just not looking at social not looking at instagram like you don't need it it. like you're not missing anything i forget that like you really really don't need it especially for just one day of your life like yeah. you could take or one day of the week to take it out so i think that's what i'm taking away from the trip is that i just i and i implore everyone to just like think about their habits and like why specifically you feel like you need to be looking at it all the time mm-hmm. and Maybe it's because you think you're going to have FOMO, but if you try it out and you realize you don't, there's this really beautiful space that you can create for yourself. And, you know, you don't even... Yes, you could watch TV. I'm not saying, like, you have to be, like, a fucking monk and and, and just read all day. Like, you could do other things that just, like, feel... Like, just disconnect a little. I don't know. I mean, I have
1: been preaching this for the last two years or year and a half that putting your phone away... Your phone, exactly. You can watch TV, you can do other things, but putting your phone away where you're getting notifications, where you're plugged into other people's real-time world is so detrimental to your mental health and to the clarity of where you want to go in the future. It completely numbs you out. It distracts you from actually moving forward in an impactful way. And one, I'll talk about what I really took away from the trip, but one of my favorite moments was sitting at lunch glass of wine reading a book all four of us were there and we looked around and I think almost immediately it's like we read our each other's minds we had no thoughts we weren't worried about anything etc and it was a really really great example of what happens when you remove yourself you know of course even Sundays and you know, continuing that ritual in your own home environment is super important, but also removing yourself from your, from your home environment. Maybe it's getting an Airbnb mm-hmm. a, an hour Maybe away just from felt, your house, yeah, you know, or just going to a park or going, I don't know, just going in, somewhere else is, yeah. and, and unplugging is, is very, very, very helpful, obviously. Yeah. But what I really took away was I planned this trip because one obviously to celebrate my 30th birthday but i was a month out of uh my book launch the emotional entrepreneur i had spent the past four to five months in such a ridiculous go mode Mm -hmm. of not even just working a lot but being on being constantly on with the 30 podcasts that i recorded for book launch with the event with all that with birthing it into the world while simultaneously growing my team and investing more money than I have ever invested in my entire life. So I felt very stretched on getting out of my comfort zone and putting more people on my payroll while investing an exorbitant amount of money into a book launch. Like the entire thing was emotionally exhausting for me. And so I really wanted to unplug and rest and celebrate. But I also, as a business owner, have not left my business for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Every time I travel, every time I go out of town, every time I do something, if it's more than a Saturday night weekend trip, I'm working. Your work
2: goes with you.
1: I'm working. Like Adam and I went to Italy. I worked four to five hours a day while he Mm -hmm. walked around and then I met him after. That's just the reality of running your own business. And so for me to completely not look at my email for six days not look at Slack, have zero Uh, (laughs) zero idea of what was going on in my business, the good and the bad. Like my team didn't even let me know the good stuff that went down. So to have that as an entrepreneur, as someone who runs a business, I was so grateful to my team for giving me that opportunity. And I know that others thinking this like six days off, that's not a big deal. But when you run a business and when you run a business and you have a team of four full-time people, like there is no time like that. Mm-mm. So that was the most precious thing in the world to me that I got to take six days off and have a lunch with my sister, her boyfriend, and my husband, and have no thoughts. Yeah, Not planning the next project, not manifest not manifesting, mm-hmm. not thinking about the anxieties of what will go wrong, not thinking about your to-do list. Like there was nothing but mm-hmm. me, my sister, her boyfriend, my husband, the ocean. And the tacos that were on its way. <laughs>
2: yeah. It I feel, was. I relate to that so much because ever since I graduated college, I knew I wanted to work in social media and run a, a brand, a startup, whatever it is, but just like run the social for whoever. So, my life, ever since I graduated and got my first job and my previous job and you guys, I've always been on my phone or on my computer or on Instagram or replying to Slack. Like, I'm always on. So, and, don't get wrong. I I love what I do. Obviously it's what I've wanted to do, but when I get the chance to not be on, it's like a true gift because Mm -hmm. I'm not on my phone. I'm not posting for someone like I'm just relaxing. Like I haven't been doing shit since I've been with you guys. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking of my work. I'm not thinking of doing anything because I'm just in the moment. Like I don't have photos with my best friends because when I'm with them, I'm not like, let me take a photo of all of us. I do when it's like, you know, fun or we're doing something, you know, grand, but it's not like every day I'm like snapping an Instagram story or doing something because I'm already doing that for my job. So I like really, whenever it's like spending time with family or my friends or whatever, like when I'm not on my phone, I try to really like prioritize that or really like, you know, accept the yeah. moment where I'm just like silent and <laughs> not doing is, anything. This is so
1: interesting because me and Mads always thought that just the people who have social media accounts for their business feel this way, but the people running, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, okay, says so is our brand. We can right. never be deta- detached from it. But the people who are running social media accounts, there must be an even bigger fatigue on your end because it truly is like just business.
2: Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, like I said, I, I have lived, breathed, everything Instagram
0: since 2019 and it's so interesting shifting from that like strategic into a strategic role with Instagram I mean mm-hmm. I felt it with okay says so like I do not even like to go on my personal Instagram I don't I, I don't even oh, I don't I, think I scrolled through my personal Instagram in I years. I don't
2: post on my own Instagram like I I'm more into stories from my own personal than I am posting like actual well, feed because I'm like I already do that for two other businesses I don't want to do it for myself there's no
0: like serotonin of posting because it's like you post so much with other people should be lucky when
2: I post on my feed it's like I'm still alive I'm still here this is the type of content you'll see for me that's what I've done so many photo dumps because I'm just posting like all the the good stuff that I did take photos that I can share on Instagram then like eight photos in a span of like a month
1: or two or whatever my personal Instagram has become a total obviously business thing. Yeah. Because of my book launch, like me and Danielle, my assistant, we're always checking what works, what doesn't work, how many times am I posting? What am I posting? Mm -hmm. What kind of reels can I be doing? What brings me in, you know, followers, engagement, like whatever it is. And I love it because it's so intrinsically tied to my book, my career at Scouts Agency, et cetera. And because it's not the main, it's not the main it's not the main thing. So OK this podcast, Instagram, like, we have to be posting every single day. Mm-hmm. On my personal, like, I don't have to if I don't want to in a couple right. of days, right? So yeah. it's a little bit different. But I've definitely turned my personal now into much more of a business operation.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just, it's interesting. Uh, it, dude, we've when you... been
1: talking about this shit for, like, five episodes straight. Like I It is know. on the mind, dude. It's on the mind. Because
0: every time I open up, I'm just, like, I feel so conflicted. It's, mm-hmm. like, this weird... It's this weird positive and negative, yeah. this like bittersweetness that just o- I'm overcome, and it's yeah. I don't know if it's addiction or if it's I don't know because I I just don't feel as inspired as I was when I when I was using Instagram just as like a personal outlet.
2: Have you seen the trend coming back? It's on. TikTok, but it's people editing their photos like they would in 2014. Yeah, with the Instagram yeah, filters. I'm like, <laughs> will never be me. No, you will no, no, not no. catch yeah, me not using that, those no, no. filters. So, yeah, no no no. no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no,
1: no. Okay, we need to wrap this up because we, we could like, literally talk to Gigi for two hours. But anyways, know, hot uh, for Gigi. For <laughs> recap of Tulum, Mads and I had the most magical, relaxing, if restorative. You want to watch my vlog. It's on my YouTube. Oh, yeah, Mads had a vlog. Uh, you can see actual visuals of our hotel, which was stunning. Mm-hmm. um when you and ben left adam and i stayed a little longer and adam and i got our spiritual experience together so we're very happy about that uh, uh, we went to the gratitude tent and did a hypnotic meditation session oh, with wait. like 20 other people oh and did you feel
2: like connected though that you were with adam even though you're with a group of people
1: yeah it was just a meditation with like oh, basically okay. um and um I had a very, very beautiful.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, I don't really understand. Maddie has like a
1: stank face. What
0: what spiritual awakening you guys did when we weren't there. Like, I don't understand. Did you guys go to the sex talks that they had? I'm literally
1: telling you right now.
0: I know, but a hypnotic meditation with 20 people doesn't really like mean you guys had a spiritual awakening together.
1: You're such an asshole to me today. Like, I'm just going to go on the record and say that you have been such a dick to me all day. Keep going. Yeah, so were you? No, I wasn't, Mads. Okay, Mads says his thing. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, because I'm gonna say. Okay, no, no, no. Because we're trying to wrap up. I have something no, on my chest. Go, I need to did you guys go? Did you guys go to the sex talks? No, we went to Casamalca for dinner instead. But mm-hmm. the next day, we went to the gratitude tent event. Got it. Okay. And I had a meditative, a meditation where I saw a beautiful image of something that felt as if it was. The message I needed to go back into my everyday life mm. with a sense of purpose and fulfillment. It answered the questions that I have been having internally when it comes to me. And Were you on shrooms? No, oh, I was oh, on wow. spiritual. Can you
2: bring shrooms into
1: nope. No. no. And you all, have to buy them there. We've oh. already established that I'm on shrooms without being on shrooms. I can I access know. that oh, type right, of right. I can access that type of consciousness yeah. and tripping out without substances. So. Wow. Uh, anyways, Adam and I kind of had our like very – because I will say that in the past three and a half years, Tulum has – is still representation – is a represent representative of a spiritual vortex and a spiritual vibe. However, it has definitely become just more of a relaxing, luxurious, quality, beautiful, nature-restorative type of place. And so that kind of more intensive spirituality was what I felt like was a little bit lacking from the trip compared to our last one. Mm-hmm. And so on the last two days, I feel like Adam and I decided to commit to f- refinding that in loom, which was really great. I
2: love great. that. Yeah. love that. I love that.
1: Yeah. Yes. I love okay. that you had that moment. It was really great, um, and very special. Um, okay, so before we leave, any uh, exiting words, Gigi? Oh, I no, Are no. you gonna listen to Okays's podcast? Obviously. That's Yay! Good. Like, why is that even a question? I, I mean, maybe you're <laughs> sick of us. No, <laughs> not at not at all.
2: No, yeah, I mean, this 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 chatting interview moment. Like I said, I think in the beginning, I never would have thought what happened. Yay. Like a, I've never really experienced like a full circle moment before and this is like this my is full, full circle, circle moment yeah from me being in an office job kind of being miserable needing an outlet listening to you guys from nine to five w- and then instagramming dming you guys being like hi i will like to apply to be your intern mm-hmm. and then you accepting it to now me sitting here ch- chatting in this garden oasis <laughs>
0: Us in the
1: And is but.
2: the trippiest thing for me because I've never had like this type of moment. So this is kind of like the perfect send off for me. A start yeah. and a finish of my first and last episode.
1: It e- is. E- very but hey, e-
2: if you need me to come back on, I'll just come back on as hot gg hot hot, hot gg hot, right. hot, hot, hot,
1: hot person
0: hot person gg yeah
1: well it's definitely full circle and it's definitely an example of how life continues exactly in your favor because your next job is basically what you do for us but 2.0 so 2. Oh. Yeah. we're very excited for you thank you so much Yay, you guys. Gigi. okay gg tell everyone where they can find you in your non-feed posting wait we need to ask her the final question oh yeah that's right gg we ask all of the women who come on ok mm-hmm. podcast this did if you prepare? You, yeah, did you? Yeah, literally. If you could brag about one thing and don't be humble, what would you brag about? Okay,
2: well, this is unfair because I listen to so many people say their thing and I don't know how I've not been like, oh, my thing's going to be this. Um brag about I mean, I think it's what I just said. It's like I don't know anyone who I'll say I'm very proud of my work ethic and how mm-hmm. much I've I don't want to say like success or successful because I feel like that ties with money and I'm not trying to like be in that route but just like where I've gone from college to now how much I've succeeded in my work life or whatever because I my mom says this I have like my dad's work ethic where my dad can just interview somewhere and he'll get the job and I never would have pictured like me getting a job so quick out of college, which I know can be super hard for some people. So I would really just like brag about my work ethic because I nailed a job that I was super grateful to work at for a year and a half, worked for you guys obviously, and then randomly got this next huge job mm-hmm. that landed in my lap that I just interviewed for and I got it. So, and I and I don't know like a lot of people who kind of have like this type of situation working with people they're fans of or, a, bigger industry so put
0: yourself out there
2: i guess so but i've I've always grown up like shy and kind of more reserved Mm -hmm. so but i feel like with my work i'm very confident in saying what i'm good at Mm -hmm. so i think that's helped me get to so many places well i mean my last like three work jobs but um but yeah i would say that because i think i'm just like moving so quick in life and i'm really happy for that and i know you know some people move slower which is totally fine but i think for me i have never would have thought I've been, you know, at this stage. So I'm really proud of that. Also,
0: success is what you define it as. So you are successful now. You are
1: very successful. You are a gem of a person to work with, to be friends with, to watch succeed with. And just selfishly wondering, do me and Mads translate in real life? What? I like, like when you because like sometimes when you listen to someone. For oh yeah, so are long, we the same? Like, are we the same? Or did we did we disappoint you? <laughs> disappoint you? But like, are we the same?
0: Never. Off
2: the pod? No, a hundred percent. That's good to know. Hundred percent.
1: Hundred percent. Are you getting me? Are you getting that? A hundred percent.
2: No, really though. Like exactly the same people in person to audio. Like a hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> that happy. Us.
1: Well, Gigi, we love you. I love Oy. you guys. All right, we're gonna drink some wine. And sit in this garden always. And sit in the garden We honestly to should have pizza. talked about the pizza debacle we just no, had. <laughs> no. No one needs to hear about this. Not the bad vibes. No one needs to hear about the pizza debacle. <laughs> no one needs. But All we right. love you so
2: much. Oh, yeah. Gigi, where can everyone find you? Oh, yeah. Everyone. I should just change my Instagram handle to Hot Intern Gigi. Oh, oh my God. God yeah. <laughs> no. Um, you can find me at a underscore Escada. It's a mouthful. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, just <laughs> it will me. be in the um, show notes. It'll be in the show notes.
0: Gingeray, I forgot that that's your name. I love that name. I know. Name. Why did
2: we call you that? It's a because very beautiful Because Gigi name. is an easier Easy. pronunciation. Sure. Like Gingeray, yeah. though. What a name. What a name. a underscore Escada on Instagram. I hardly post, but I am active on stories. So yes, there she go. is. I she posts
0: am. hot selfies.
2: I do. <laughs> why aren't those She's in the like, feed oh. huh why aren't those in the feed because i run into that issue where i'll post a selfie then i look at it for too long on my feed and then i archive it i'm like sick of looking at myself
1: i do i archive a lot i do oh, love a, love i'm love a love. big archiver i i post something like four days later i'll delete it
2: i did that for um my tagged photos i was like you all do not need to see what's in my tagged
1: photos oh no that's like facebook and tagging you what do you mean what my do you mean? People who people go out with Gigi and take my like my <laughs> friends maybe that I don't post have me. Anytime. No one. No okay, one it does. sounds like a personal issue then. <laughs> yeah seriously, your friends aren't on Instagram. I'm <laughs> tagged for my book like a million bajillion <laughs> That's things, true, which yeah. is incredible. But yeah. anyways, listen. Okay, me, we two, got it. Okay. The three of us are gonna be here for three <laughs> hours. Okay. Like All right, goodbye. Where can they find you, Matts? At Maddie uh, Mayo, uh, yeah. me yeah. at Scott Sobel, Instagram at OKS Podcast. Okay, goodbye. love you.